Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network, where we are 29 live streaming shows proud each and every week. Our show is the Mallorca Connection, and my connection to Mallorca is our star of our show and my co-host, Mr. Roland Friedel. Let's welcome him to the program. Hello, Dr. Jacqueline. Great to see you again. Nice to see you. Also, Rollins, I'm just so enamored with your lifestyle. You just decided to change and go full on wireless living from your motorhome, and you look better than ever. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get some color. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful weather here. It's sunny here. I'm right now in South France on the Atlantic coast, very close to the Spanish border. Um, beautiful. Uh, Absolutely beautiful weather, high waves. So it's a surfer paradise. So cool, cool people around me, and it's a lot of fun. And um, we talked a little bit backstage. So yesterday I had the pleasure to cook for eight adults and five kids, and a lot of fun. I really enjoyed. It. And you know, actually, you know, I guess we never told, talked about it. I have a little bit gypsy blood from my mom's side, and today I was delivering a, a three-day workshop, or actually the whole week and next week for a U.S. company. From, from 9 to 12, then I was feeding the dog, then I went to the beach and afterwards had some coaching sessions with, 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 with some other uh, executive managers from other companies. And I said, I had a, a three-hour break. And I said, okay, let's go to the beach. And I said, man, when you were in the city, what, what would I do in the three hours? Sit at home, sit in the office, get a coffee. Here you could just go to the beach, go, go for a swim, go for a surf, and then you shower, dress up, and you continue to work. So I absolutely loved, loved this lifestyle. Absolutely. absolutely. I mentioned it looks great on you. Will you go back to life that you knew at some other point in it where you're not driving around and living wirelessly? Well, you know, I'm a person, I always say never say never because you never know. I, I, I have no idea. Right now, I'm quite happy like it is. So I, I don't have much. Plan. Well, I have some plans, to be honest, but I have no timetable. Uh, actually, I, I will settle down again for sure. Yes. I don't know when, I don't know where, uh, but I will look for a piece of land uh, where I can harvest my own fruit, my own fruits, vegetables, like a permaculture fruit garden, maybe some chicken and stuff like that. Yes, I will. But to be honest, right now, no idea where and when. All right. You don't have to know anything except what you know right now, right? For, for how you're going to live. Uh, we've got a great topic today, how to be a self-determined and sovereign person. You brought another wonderful guest. Before we bring him out, I would love for you to share with our ever-growing global audience a little bit about your background and the work that you're doing on this network and off this network. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, hello to everyone, wherever you are joining us on a, on a TV station, whatever platform, or even on radio worldwide, more than welcome. My name is Roland. Uh, and as you maybe you recognize from my accent, I'm not a Native American or, or British English speaker. I'm raised and born in a small country in the middle of Europe in Austria, a beautiful small country. 
which I left very early because um, I was always always traveling around. Uh, I was very eager to see other countries, but you know, not on vacation, sitting on a hotel on a pool. Now to get in contact with people, with cultures, learn about their behaviors, learn about their yeah, as I say, culture, their religion, how they cook food and stuff like that. So I really loved it. I was always traveling and. Um, yeah, and I always, uh, to be honest, you know, I had a, a normal career, you know, school, university, corporate world. And, you know, you're, when you're young, you have always these dreams. And then you, you go to university, you get your first job. And I, I had my family, uh, married, kids, you know, and you get in this treadmill. And then you forget about your dreams. And, and one day, I, I rather forget, I was driving to the office. Um, and I said, I said, what the hell I'm doing here? Was this I'm dreaming of when I was a kid? I mean, I, I made a hell of money, but I said, no, this is not, not. So I changed it. I decided, no, I left corporate world. I started my own business. But the, the, the goal of the business was always to, to build up independent businesses where I can bring wherever I am. Yeah, so I, I said, I never open a shop where I have to open and close or really a location. I want to build up a business that is working worldwide. Wherever I want to live or travel, I can, always can bring it with, with me. So I had different uh, businesses. Um, and what I'm doing right now to make a living is I have since uh, over two and a half decades in 25 years, I have, a, I guess, a very successful uh, consulting and training company where we train in big international clients. If you want to more more, go on my website, rollandfriedel.com, and from there uh, you click on my Spartan Performance website and you see all the international clients we are working for. I, this really, I love absolutely to, to support these people. Um, that's what I did today, as I said, from, from 9 to 12 uh, online. And yeah, besides that, uh, I would say I'm a human being, first of all. I'm a man. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather, by the way. So I started to work to, with men together because I found out um, I had to, to, to and, and still do face uh, challenges as a man. And I found out that mo all my business friends uh, have face safe challenges. We we don't are uh, used to talk about our inner world, our emotions, what really triggers us and stuff like that. So I started Men's Group some years ago. And this brings me um, to USO Global TV. So besides the Mallorca connection, I'm very happy that I host my own my own show with an amazing panel with people, guys or people, guys from different parts of the world, different cultural, religion backgrounds, business backgrounds. And every Wednesday, if you want to join us, guys out there, or even ladies, if you want to hear more about us, man, we have really cool cool topics every time, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. East Standard Time or noon uh, Pacific Standard Time or 9 p.m. Uh, Central European Time. The show is called Wild at Heart, Real Authentic Uncut, a show for men, by men, about men here on USA Global TV. I'm, I absolutely love the show. Um, then, of course, on the Tuesdays, the Mallorca Connection, every Tuesday, like now, right now, we have always interesting guests. Um, to be honest, I'm... I'm a little bit selfish. I do it also for myself, not only for you others, because I also learn a lot from these amazing uh, people we are, we are talking about, our guest today also. Then afterwards, if you want to stay tuned, uh, I do my talking head show after six, six weeks break. It's just a commercial one. If you run a business, doesn't matter. It's a international corporation or it's a, you have a single entrepreneur, you can learn a lot. So afterwards, stay tuned. Uh, after this show, I do my talking heads. And coming soon, I start with the Earth Show and an environmental show. It's my second passion besides men's work is, um, yeah, protecting and respecting Mother Earth. Coming soon. I guess that's all. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, thank you so much for everything that you do for me. You're an incredible mentor. You've given me a lot of great guidance and direction. Please do reach out to Roland, rolandfriedel.com. Roland, you've brought a, a number of really interesting, dynamic people here to this particular show, and you've got another one here joining us today. So tell us a little bit about Daniel Dick. Yeah, Daniel Dick. Um, actually, we already had him on the show in March. Um, I guess it was the 22nd of March when mm -hmm. I remember from my preparation. Um, um, and well, how I met Daniel Dick. Uh, you know, that's, that's what I love. Uh, besides all these negative impacts of social media and, and all this technology and stuff like that, is um, I, I had a uh, made a contact with a guy um, I saw on an on a online webinar, Kevin Orrush. Uh, and he does also a, an amazing work with Mans. Um, and I get in contact with, with, with Kevin, and we did a, we had it also on the show. I, I, actually, we had it twice, and in the Mallorca Connection, another show. Kevin Orish was very very cool, and we've been talking about his book. And one of the one of the scores, the three guys are writing this amazing book, uh, Sex, God, and Masculinity. Uh, one is is is, is, is Daniel. And he said, hey, he's Austrian like you, or even half Austrian, yeah? like me, uh, close to Vienna. So the next time I flew to Vienna, I, I, I called Daniel, we met. And to be honest, it was, I don't know, maybe, I don't know how if, if, if Daniel can um, confirm it, but it was just a connection, a really, a really good connection. And with some good talks, and I, I remember when I came this year again to Vienna, we, we met him again outside of Vienna. And I I really enjoyed this guy. And actually, we met on the on the, on the men's festival again. I, I I had the option or opportunity to, to join his lectures and his workshop it was really really cool. I, I learned a lot, especially <laughs> I maybe you can hear Spexer Daniel uh, about the king and the warrior. I learned so much about myself. And yeah, and uh, actually, the last time it was a really really good uh, conversation. And I said, okay. Let's let's bring him back uh, on on the show and have an amazing topic: how to become a self determined person. Because I guess right now with all this crisis, is also insecurities. People are so fearful. On the other hand, some are very manipulated. Some of them don't know what to do. Uh, I guess it's so so important to become a self determined person. So I'm very looking forward uh, about this topic. So let's bring him on stage. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Nice to see you again. Hello, good to see you both. Thank you for having me here. Hi, my dear friend. I just want our audience to know that we'll be dropping the link to purchase your book, Sex, Masculinity, God, and uh, we'll be dropping that very soon for people to go ahead. So I, I know we have uh, this topic that we're going to be speaking about today, which is self-determination and a sovereign person. And I think to some people, they might say, oh, I'm determined, but then they're always quitting. Mm -hmm. you know, right. And, and people think determination is like a, a shirt you put on or a hat you put. On. I'm going to take it off now. But it actually takes a lot of work. So what have you found in your experience, Daniel? Well, actually, my first experience about being really self-determined was uh, when I joined the protests of the universities because uh, we were occupying the university main hall for almost a year. And that kind of um, made me a political person and overthrow everything that I thought would be possible till now. Because at that point, everything could be put onto question and you can decide it in, in a group of people. How do you make it? Do you want to make it different? 
And this is where I really started to to organize it to different communities, different conferences and institutions on the same level that I tried to involve everyone that was um, that wanted to participate in it and made them also kind of a self-determined person by giving them also the responsibility, but also the chance to think about what they really want. And um, I think that's one of the, the key initial points where I became aware how many people are just on an autopilot and are not self-determined. And um, I mean, many people might think they are self-determined, but they might have like also emotional and uh, historical patterns that I just follow and didn't question them. Um, many people might think they are self-determined, but actually they do a work that they don't like. And um, also in relationships, you find always like constitutions where you make maybe a compromise, but actually you don't really want to make it like this. And you adopt against your will to, to something else. And especially nowadays where we have so much insecurities and so on, so many people are looking for for solutions out of the crisis that we have, the energy crisis, we have the crisis of lack and faith in the news and so on. So self-determination is going to be a major topic because um, people want to be happy. And if people can do their own choices, people get are happy and these are kind of like my key points that I want to make that self-determination on one hand is something very individual that you have to work on your emotions on your past and so on it's very psychoanalytical it is something that you have to talk and always rearrange and interact with your closest community but it's something also very needed on a global scale if we look into our crisis. Daniel, you said something very important. You said, um, okay, question question yourself at one point. And then the second was what I take with me is we always compromising. And um, I know that, uh, and, and you said you said people believe that they're self-determined, but they're not because they are compromising. And um, I know I was in the same situation, you know, uh, building up uh, businesses, having a family, you know, all this excuse. No, I have to stay because of my kids. I have to stay because of, you know, the self lies. And and one day I said, no, I have to change because of my kids. <laughs> That's something because of them. Not, not I stay because of them. No, I change because of them. So uh, can you tell our audience a little bit? Because some really believe, and I had this belief uh, before too. Yeah, to become self-determined and go my own way. Uh, and I get this feedback from people who know my uh, know a little bit about my life. They so say, yeah, Roland, you're a free and wild person. I cannot do this. Uh, you have to break down. Uh, actually, we don't have to break all bridges behind us hmm. to become a self-determined person. We don't have to give up the job. We don't have to give up the family. Uh, can you can I give a little bit? So what, what's the first step when somebody is really finds out okay i'm in a in a treadmill yes i am of course i need a job i have to pay my my rent my mortgage i have a family but what's are sort of the first steps to bring in more practice 
I mean, there is always like the um, the um, the fear of change. It's uncomfortable, and to to change something where you have been feeling yourself comfortable is for everyone a bit uncomfortable. But the other point is that freedom and responsibility usually take like very antagonistic roles. Where you take a responsibility, you bind yourself to whatever you feel responsible to, especially if you have children. You are responsible for them. You And um, if you want to have uh, freedom, you you sometimes have to do things because of your responsibility. And in the best case is when you can align these two things together because only because you're free, it doesn't mean that you can do whatever you want. And this is what uh, shapes your moral aspects, your ethical behavior. And um, what keeps you away from doing it or feeling even free doing it, you know, is so lots of emotional garbage that you might have stored from things that you have done it because you have done it in the past like this. But the question might be not, are you not free because of you having children, but because you feel it like this. And what does that mean? You know, why do you feel like obliged or not free? Why didn't you made the choice actually and why you're not accountable for your choices that you made so the first question of first of all is like did you made it voluntarily this is the first question of all self-determination because you can do things by your own will sometimes you get imposed things by others and you don't stop them from imposing their will on you this is the very first step once you voluntarily agreed with someone to do something maybe something like a child too then you had a free choice and then you are responsible and you have to be accountable for that but um, usually people step the very first point and they don't know what they want they just do mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> I have a <laughs> yeah, please go ahead and then I will take my please, please. Okay, thank you. I have a follow question to that. So what about if you voluntarily entered into something and you realize not a child, but it could be a job, it could be a partnership, it could be with a, a love relationship and you realize, okay, this isn't working for me. I'm going to be looking at myself, doing the work, and I'm determined, I'm going to extricate myself from the situation. But the other person's not letting you go so easily. They're making your life a living nightmare. Maybe you know, we've had, you've heard about situations like this. And it doesn't just have to be money. It could be your reputation. It could be mentally, they're just doing everything they can to, to get you off your game. What do you do in that case? Yeah, it's always life is changing and suddenly things happen that you don't want anymore you know but then we come to the first step again they doing something that you don't agree upon so the first thing is like do you let it happen or not can you talk about it and how you even can talk about it to change the situation like the first step that 
holds you back from letting your will being imposed by another will is actually really these patterns of emotional patterns that you might carry with you. And uh, the second step is actually communication. In the first step where you are able to talk about things, where you see, okay, you want to change something. There's something I want. There's something someone else wants. But the point where you have done your work and you know what you want and you have the will consciously, then you have to talk. And the question here is that talking in itself can give you a lot of knowledge. And so if you're able to change the perspective and you have methods to talk very efficiently, usually there is kind of like a good resolution to that. And the good resolution doesn't have to be that you stick together. The good resolution can be, okay, I got you. You're going to do that and I'm going to do that. I don't believe that consensual agreements has to be in every case because otherwise we wouldn't have any diversity of whatever we are doing. But for some things you need a team or a partner, make a family or in work, etc. So when you're working, at least you have to have a number of maximum 30 people where you really agree upon everything that you do. Over this number, a consensual agreement is very, very difficult and not productive because there are not so many people that can talk to each other and agree upon something and work together on the same thing. Mm. There is this better to split, have groups by 10, 15 people, and get organized in, in that way. Yeah, and, absolutely. It's just a follow-up comment. To your point, I think it's interesting that when we realize that we want to do something else, we want that other person to approve it and say, okay, you're breaking up with me. You don't love with me. That's great. Congratulations. I hope it all works out well. <laughs> and, and that doesn't happen so easily if the other person doesn't hasn't done their work or doesn't realize, hey, they're just not that into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just I mean, made this experience when I broke up my relationship the last time. <laughs> actually, I have to tell my last relationship actually went like this. It was like, you know, you have your path and I have mine. And somehow, if we really just stay on this path, it's just not coming together. You know, it was really sad because it was nothing personal. You know, it was not personal at all. It was just, yeah, I really love you. And there is love and there's much appreciation but the person. But just the pathway is just divergating. And if we stick together, you won't be happy with what I'm doing. And you won't be happy. I won't be happy with what you're doing. Because if we're really true to ourselves, it's not working out. You know? I had the same, same experience with my last year. You know this, this beautiful lady. I still mm-hmm. love her, but it's not working together. She's not happy. I'm not happy. So the best way we really love the person is let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and keep a friendship if possible. Maybe work together and keep a friendship, but not lovers. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Uh, Daniel, I have, I have a question for what you mentioned before to become become a self-determined person. You said a free will is important, and uh, what means, as you also said, it's not about I don't do everything I want. It's more about I don't have to do what I don't want. That's what my interpretation is. Uh, to be honest, you know, I, I'm getting older. Next next week, 58. I, I, I'm thinking a lot about free will. And I, I, I try to reflect a lot, and, and, and this triggered me when you said free will. Is, and, and I think about what is real in my free will, and what is just comes out of me because of education, because of battles from the past, because of religious background, society. What is what is really free will? Is it really free will? What is your opinion? Is there a free will? I think there is a free will, but um, once you know the decision that you're taking, you choose ethical. And then you have to choose one thing. So the free will is also following the rules, you know, or following ethics. And okay. this is a paradox in itself, but that's how, how most of the things in the universe are constructed in certain paradox. The more you, you're free, actually, the more you bow down to the laws of the universe. Okay, because you know what? Sometimes I, 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 when I, I have to make a decision. I'm talking about okay. I, I, I make a decision, and sometimes afterwards I reflect. If I would have been a, had a Muslim background and I would live in a Muslim country, or I would have been a Buddhist and living in Asia, would I have made the same choices? Yes or not? Is it really my free will, or is, is it really I made this choice because I'm living in Europe? I have a Christian education, even not more a member of the sect. But that's that's what really. Or doesn't it make any sense to have thoughts like that? What do you think? I mean, I mean, for sure, someone else would have another decision, and the free will comes also with your mind being free of conception, your identity being actually free from any identity itself so the the range of change that you are able to do on a free basis is also free from your past and also when it comes only not only to your lifetime you have a genetic heritage so most traumas also transponed from your generations upon to you and usually people that are already very good that have looked to the past and release a lot of trauma usually they start looking into the generational traumas they look okay what is the trauma that my grandmother had and my grandfather and so on and how these traumas has been like uh, continued and so on and you can stop that but this is like all the work that you can do personally to become a free person that means you're free from your past you're free from any identity that you cling to saying okay i'm daniel i'm anthropologist i'm this i'm that you know it's um this is where i become very buddhist i'm very buddhist affine is that not even any thought that you have has to be yours it's not you and but if you can hold like the direct perception that means the here now perception without any concept 
that you have learned through language, through your education, through your identity. If you just can hold the perception of the here and now and see what the situation is, then you can make a very well informed without any prejudice decision um, based on the situation itself. This is a quite free will. No. Thank you, Daniel. I have a question, which is when we think of sovereign ruler, we think of a person who has the power, right? And would you say as an extension to that, a sovereign person is the same as a sovereign citizen? Mm. A citizen is already in the state. So usually you don't choose your state. This is a... Um, not a sovereign person if he didn't choose his state and um a sovereign citizen is a sovereign person that chose his state that is how, how i would put it thank you for that so i'm going to go over to roland also so to me when i think of sovereign it's sort of i'm the one i have the power no one else matters nothing else matters so if we're all walking around with that mindset it's it reminds me of bumper cars you know you get in those cars and you crash into other people <laughs> <laughs> so so where where am i off base i mean this is what i said as at the beginning to have a free will be sovereign doesn't mean that you can do everything that you want actually usually life works like this if you do what you want you you bump into each other and uh i mean power is a very good term in here that i has had to think about thinking about this conversation because power usually um involves influencing others we don't we always influence each other but um, the question is how and if we cross a line in power over someone or empowering each other. So if we cross a line and we just or we just bump into the line, then we have these cars that we're just bumping and everybody does what he wants and everybody just steers in the way that he wants to steer and wherever he wants to steer. But um, the beauty about self-determined persons, when they come together and they really achieve to have a healthy communication, is that they empower each other. If you have only one self-determined person and self or sovereign person, and he's got like a great idea and he does it, he influences and has the power by himself, influences the other, and the other doesn't know what he wants, and he just joins, he just follows. And at, for some sort, I mean, at some point this is okay, because sometimes we have other people that know very well what they do, what they want to do at some certain topic, so others want to learn, and therefore they follow or they just think that's great so i'm just following you know but if it comes to a dependency where um they don't have a free will anymore then we run into problems this is when the tyrant becomes like too hungry with the power that he gets from his followers
And um, the basic line in here, and this is something very difficult actually to, to reach, if you are a sovereign person, to not overthrow the sovereignty of someone else, but to find a way to empower them. And this is when the ruler becomes the server. This is when the king is the slave itself. This is one of the other paradoxes. The, the king is one of the most enslaved person because he has all the responsibility and he doesn't just choose usually a good king what he ever wants to do. He does what the people want from him. But what I believe is that everybody should become a king for himself and is acknowledge a lot of a lot of kingdoms but i found in my personal life that the most beautiful things always came out if you have a bunch of sovereign people and you can talk to each other what to do and you find strength to have like several people just being the ones that are leading the course you know there's everybody in the lead and this is very strong and this makes very happy and you get results from such a group of people that you never have been thinking of being possible because you're not the only one in the lead it's like you have someone else in the lead and he just can inspire you by what he is in the lead it takes sometimes a bit of more time especially at the beginning to to get like a common ground but at the end is a very very fruitful results. In other cases, like in, in the military, where you usually have one lead and everybody is following, these things usually happening, or things are happening because there is no time, because uh, you need efficiency in, in time and resources. But for me, it's kind of like in agriculture. You got like the efficiency with um the way using chemicals you do it everybody equal and only monocrops and then things just die the soil dies if you do permaculture we have like different things and you you use the diversity to empower one and the other plant it might take some time that you have very fruitful results but they are more long lasting and the diversity makes everything more rich and also the people just more happier. It's where more energy comes about, but you need at the beginning a lot of communication. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, to, to become self-determined, you know, with actually what, what is going on in the world, there are some people who really are, I wouldn't say awake, but they don't sleep anymore. They, they question the stuff. They don't believe what mass media is bringing because they know what that it's just manipulation, it is like it is. Uh, I, my personal feeling is that more and more people come together and looking for alternative ways in, co in communities, living together, growing stuff like growing their own food, like permaculture, fruit garden, whatever it is. Uh, but what, is, what, is, what do you think or what is your advice um, when you say, okay, I, I don't want to follow anymore these rules? Mm. I I see there's a really threat of freedom. Some people don't see it. I have a, uh, I had a discussion with some friends who said, 
ah, we have the best life ever, you know? I said, no, we have the, more, the most convenient life ever because we, we, we don't walk, we, we ride a car, we, we have, uh, I don't know, a fridge, we have a, a dishwasher, whatever. We become lazy, become lazy, it's convenient, but we are not a free person. So, but for those who realize what's going on backstage, what you see worldwide, we, 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 more and more we go in a tyranny and, and, and there's more manipulation and censorship. But I got censored almost every month on Facebook <laughs> on one of my sites. And it's cool for me because I know that I do the right stuff. Uh, but what is your advice for people who, who look out and say, hey, I'm questioning, I'm, uh, is it better to go your own way or find, well, I'm not a fan of a community, you know, I'm, I want to live self-determined and not always mm. discussing everything because what I see in communities, there's a lot of ego stuff still going on when ego work is not done, you know. Uh, but what, what is your advice uh, for those people who say, okay, I, I, I want to go an alternative way. Uh, I, I'm not giving up. I don't give in. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any fear. I don't want to manipulate it. What, what is your advice to do in this moment? Yeah. I mean, the very first thing is like, get your emotional stuff on the table, work on yourself and really get rid of these old patterns. This next step is actually what I said is so find like experimental projects where you can really like prototype how to be self-determined on whatever you do. You know, you can make a party or you can make like, you know, actually what you do with friends is one of the best ways to learn self-determination. So imagine you can do this, what you do with your friends at work. You know, you choose voluntarily your friends. So organize something together with your friends, whatever that might be. And once you get like better in this, I think the very basic step to become really self-determined is, as you said, get a piece of land and grow your food. Because the basic things that everybody needs is like a shelter, and something to eat and um especially regarding like the, the soil that has been like so much exhausted i think it's very important to get diversity on the soil and if you have diverse groups of people that are planting their own um food i think that is something that might be in the future or even in the present uh something very important and once you have a piece of land where you can say this is where i have um i can say what what's going on in here and you're not you don't you, you're not in chains with okay i have to work because i have to work because i have to eat because i have to sleep and so on so once you have your basic needs just covered then you get back to the first or the second step where you're just hanging out with friends and you think about what you want to do together, you know, and then empower the people. The next thing is actually the third thing or the fourth step would be also to be digitally um, autonomous and sovereign. And this is where all the crypto and blockchain technology is doing a massive shift to get people self-determined with the finance system to be self-determined on uh, decision-making grounds on a very huge scale 
And this is where I see the possibility that once many people decide for themselves to grow their own food, that they can connect globally through the Web.3 network, which is running on all the chain technologies. But this might be still a long way to go, but that's kind of the roadmap that I see also for myself. Okay, okay. What about people, you know, who always, uh, sometimes I'm on Facebook and, 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 and then I see all these people always bringing this negative news and this negative news and this negative news. And I, I sometimes say, why, why are you focused on negative stuff? It's not about, you know, seeing everything in, in, in you know, this rose road, the brilliant, like we say in German. Yeah, it's not about that. Yeah. But some people are so focused on negative stuff. What, what, what do you think about that? I mean, it's easier, you know. For example, take... You know these just when you just put one stone above the other you know it's so hard to to put them up and you need any fingertip to throw them down one thing is easier the other one is beautiful that's why it's hard to build something up it's hard to keep relationships going to empower the people that's why you work hard and you get like one back throw and it throws you back seven times what you have worked hard, you know? But this is how life goes on, and this is how life succeeds anyways. You know? yeah. Good analogies, thank you. Yeah. We do have a comment from someone watching on YouTube, Sabrina. Thank you for discussing this valuable topic. I really like the metaphor of the leading king or queen. Yes. Thank you for watching and commenting. <laughs> Yeah, Roland, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the last question to you as we wrap up for your Talking Head show. When you look back to your old life, Daniel, what's the most significant change or value or fruit you got from becoming self-determined? I mean, life doesn't get easier if you become self-determined. <laughs> it's not comfortable. You keep changing. You keep searching and you're always tested and you always get in chains again and you break free again and you just follow this this wind of freedom you know once you have tasted it so much you you don't come back to it so easily you don't forget it so easily so it's kind of a blessing and a curse too but uh the more you tasted that the more you you want to experience this experience like how far can it get and um i think the most beautiful things is just it's it just makes you happy but the more you also can bring this to other people the more happiness you're able also to give for the people and then people just don't conform with what they have had before you know, it's like you give someone to see in color and they have seen just black and white before. You, you don't go back to black and white. I mean, sometimes you do if you're a photographer and you like being retro. But actually, I, I always have chosen freedom. But um, yeah, it's not easy. And it just keeps you changing.
Well, there Thank you, you so it. much. Yeah, you've given us a lot to think about. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having these wonderful questions and inspirations also for me. Yeah, I'm actually also thinking about organizing a conference on these different topics because I see very often people that work like on the individual but don't have any idea about blockchain technology or I see people that work on a permaculture community level, but they don't do the emotional stuff, you know, and so on. So my aim is just to bring this together and uh, it's been a wonderful reflection also for me to prepare myself for this talk. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Let Thank us you. know the details if you have the conference. We'd love to help you promote it. I will do that. Thank you. Thank you. Where can people contact you? We've had your the banner up for your book and also for your website, but for people who are listening on the radio or later on a podcast, you have a special offer. How can people reach out and who would you like to contact you? I mean, the best and easiest thing is actually also to get my email. I'll, I'll put it here into this private chat. Yeah. And um, this is the most easy and best way to contact me. Can you put it on the slide? D-A-C-K-D. Yes, got it right there. Eight six at gmail.com. I took typing in high school, so we got it right there. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I just had the copy and paste. You typed it. So. so if you could just read that for people on the radio, that would be great. Yeah. D-A-C-K-D. 0486 at gmail.com. Any comments, any ideas? If you just want to work also on one of these topics together, I'm very delighted to hear from you. Thank you very much, Daniel. We wish you all the best and come back and see us again. Thank you. See you next time with an amazing topic. Thank awesome you. conversations. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, my dear friend. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. See you again. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Roland, for bringing Daniel back to the platform. I really appreciate it. And your Talking Heads show is starting in less than three minutes, my friend. So please tell our audience how they can reach out to you. Well, the best way is go on my website. It's rolandfriedel.com. My name, uh, I will spell it for those who are on a podcast on the radio. It's R-O-L-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-D-L.com. And from there... Uh, you can link to all the other websites depending on what uh, topic you're interested in. I'm more than happy if you contact me, whatever you want to discuss or reflect. If you need any support, any advice on any topic, I'm more than happy uh, to connect with you because it's all about connecting and sharing and caring. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. And I misspoke. It's actually 12 minutes. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked a little bit. <laughs> You're like, what? I've just got to get myself together. <laughs> All right. Well, it was a wonderful <laughs> show. I, I, I really enjoyed this conversation with Daniel. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did too. Yes. Lots really, of things really to think about. Absolutely. So. All right. I'll see you in the other studio in a few minutes. Yes. See you later. Thank you so much for having us here. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 
Thank you, everyone, whether you're watching on the live or the replay or you're listening on the live or the replay. I personally am so grateful to each and every one of you for being here. If you're interested in being part of our team here at USA Global TV and Radio, we are doing our programming for 2023. There are many options. You can be a co-host with me. You can have your own show. You can apply to be a talking head. You can join our elevated listening team. You can start your own panel show. And there's so many other things that we offer. We off also offer the ability to create custom songs for you, as well as jingles and sponsorships. We are looking for people to join us in our mission to provide education to children. So please do reach out, go to either one of our websites, usaglobaltv.com or drjacqueline.com. I also have my contact information in the chat. So please do feel free to reach out to me as well. We'd always love to hear from our loyal fans. We really do appreciate you. I will be launching on uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, our newsletter, which is called the global post and if you're interested and you haven't subscribed it's actually a magazine and it features not only our team members and our guests but also some of our loyal followers and it's grown so much that we actually are moving to a website which is the globalpostmagazine.com we're in the process of getting that out there and we'd love to showcase you and your work whether you've been on this platform or not we're all about helping other people so again do reach out look for the information over in the chat thanks for now i'll be right back producing the show backstage with roland friedel bye